Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us for a conversation is Judson Coulter, the CEO of Rover Metals. Mr. Coulter, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Maurice. Glad to have you back on the program, sir, to have you share the value proposition before us in Rover Metals, which is focused on emergent gold and silver opportunities in the historic gold-rich central Nevada in the United States and the Yellowknife District of the Northwest Territories of Canada. Mr. Coulter, for someone new to the story, please introduce us to Rover Metals and the opportunity the company presents to the market. Thanks, Maurice. Yeah, we've got uh, drill-ready uh, gold and silver resources that we're essentially looking to just move up, um, you know, to an inferred or in some in, in the case of Nevada, uh, measured an indicated resource in 2020. And, um, you know, we've got uh, some very high grade silver in Nevada and we've uh, with, you know, a, a, a gold equivalent of an economic grade up to a million ounces. And uh, we've got uh, also some very high grade gold. Uh, up in the northern Canada to the tune of about 14 grams per ton. When I say drill ready, what I mean is geophysics have been done, drill permits have been obtained. Mr. Coulter, just to clarify, Rover Metals is early stage, is that correct? I would say prior to this acquisition in Nevada, we were early stage. Uh, what, we're, what we've acquired or are the process of finalizing the acquisition in Nevada is a historical, very large historical resource that's had 17,000 meters of drilling. And uh, there's a portion of that, the high-grade portion of 9 million ounces uh, at uh, 250 grams per ton silver. That's an inferred resource. So I think, you know, mid-stage um, in terms of a junior, uh, certainly in terms of a mining company, it's fair to say we're an early stage that is looking to get to that uh preliminary economic feasibility calculation within the next year to two years. Are the company's projects Brownfields Exploration? Um, just dovetailing on my last answer, I would say the Nevada asset, the silver portion of that is uh, Brownfields. We've got uh, a step out from the historic silver reef zone and at our Tequima project that is three and a half kilometers of Golden Core, which is a, a is a greenfields target, um, we wanted to do geophysics on it. It really just shows an extension of the historical resource, but it is a, a good anchor uh, silver brownfields project for us in Nevada. What we have been, have up in northern Canada is, uh, I would say, a, a, an earlier stage uh, greenfields high grade gold resource to the tune of about eighty five thousand ounces. Um, there's only been 7,500 meters of, of drilling, um, but you know I think we could, in, in a good gold market and the bull market we're heading into, quickly move that asset into the brown, brownfields category as well. Let's discuss a topic germane to the value proposition of rural metals that I believe a number of speculators may be overlooking. You and I had a conversation regarding your thoughts on M&A market for the precious metals juniors that I thought was quite interesting. Mr. Coulter, when is the M&A market for precious metals coming? Well, you know, there's a good chance for 2020, Maurice. I think, you know, we follow very closely uh, the published 
you know, reserves of uh, the, the producers. And then there's multiple credible online publications. The listener can just simply type that into Google and look at some of the graphs where you could see a 10-year stack bar graph of we're in the, you know, the, the lowest drawdown on uh, precious metal resources, um, you know, in, in, in a decade. And it's and with these kind of gold prices that we're at, um, and treasuries getting topped up, it's I mean it, it it's it's just business economics that you would, you know, be wanting to acquire projects when you've got the treasure to do it. Yeah, it certainly is. And you look at the uh, just the fundamentals and the bureaucratic aspect of the mid tiers and the uh, senior gold companies. Uh, they took the exploration side of their portfolio out and that left a, an opportunity for junior mining companies but not just any junior mining company it takes a, a company such as rover metals i believe that has the business acumen and geological acumen to make something come to fruition and in this case it looks like we have two opportunities uh, one in canada and one in nevada which segues into my next question uh, question here and that was back in april rover metals announced an loi to purchase a strategic land package in central nevada Tell us about the project and the value proposition before us. Yeah, well, I think the project um, is great location. The value, let's start with the value proposition first. Is you know, again on the M and A topic, I think you know Nevada will continue to stay one of the hottest jurisdictions for M and A, like it was in 2019. You know, at the ultimate ivory tower level with the majors, you know, Barrick and Newmont and the JV. Um, that was formed, but you know, it's it's just a state where it's just so uh, business friendly, and there's there's just such an endowment of resources there, and I mean, and, and just the sheer cost of exploration is is perfect for the market we're in. So I think you know if if we do see the M and A cycle, I think Nevada is the logical place for it to be. So that's the value proposition for us, is the fact that we're in Nevada. I mean, you've got you know, just just the just the boots on the ground, the resources, the support for the industry, logistic-wise, um, out of Reno. Um, you know, the the people that are on the ground, places like Round Mountain uh, for Kinross. Um, so the access to uh, really the workforce that you need. Um, you know, and and just really the the historic resource. You know, who's worked this project? Echo Bay um, did a significant amount of exploration there in the 1980s. Uh, we've built a database. Uh, you know, it's a good combination of RC drilling and diamond core drilling at this Tequima project. Uh, the opportunity is, you know, there's up to 48 million ounces of economic grade silver. Uh, right now, we're focused on moving the historic, you know, 9 million ounces of high grade. Um, but we've also think, uh, you know, the there's up to 48 million ounces measured and indicated to be proven up. Um, and then we've we've got uh, this area, the Tequima Caldera. All these margins um, typically have, you know, gold, you know, w within a ten to one uh, to silver the, of the alloy and just the pure geology of the region. You know, in Ken Ross's Round Mountains case, it's it's actually like, you know, two to one gold to silver. Um, you know, and so I think for us, we we think this is actually as much silver as there, and it's been proven to be there. We believe this is actually a gold exploration target, be just because of the comparables in the region. You know, look at Gold Hill, look at the Manhattan Project, 
look at Baxter Springs. Those are all gold projects. Um, and we're, we're talking about a 15, you know, square mile radius here. It's just very unusual that, um, that the, there wouldn't be gold in, in more gold in, uh, you know, in the Tequima project. Mr. Coulter, please provide us with an update on the LOI. Uh, thanks for asking that, Maurice. So we are um, basically approved for this acquisition. Um, what we've done over the summer months is we raised 300000 What that 300000 use of proceeds was used for was to buy out the underlying option agreement for the Tequima asset. Um, and so that means that there was six months left of a three-year option agreement. That option agreement is now fully satisfied. Uh, we've also renewed the claims in Nevada. So those are claims are in good standing for a year. And on closing, the title is just ready to move over to Rover. Um, so the last piece of the acquisition is we're looking to finance working capital of 500,000. This is future working capital. And you know that's currently where the, where the acquisition stands as soon as we've closed on that $500,000 Canadian minimum, you know, we would like to do a bit more. Uh, but uh, right now, um, that's the, the last piece of the acquisition. And that's what we've been working on, you know, since since really Labor Day in September, since the, the first closing of the financing is um, is the half million we need uh, to get to work. And, you know, I think the good news is, is that, um, you know, we're, we're ready to get in there early in the new year and start delivering expiration, uh, you know, results to, you know, what looks to be a bull market for precious metals. You know, but there's more to the value proposition before us in Rover Metals. Judson, it just occurred to me that we haven't spent too much time on your properties in the Northwest Territories. Let's introduce audience members to them. And the first of all, let's begin with the Cabin Lake Gold property. And then let's transition to the uh, Uptown Gold project. Yeah, so what we've got up in Cabin Lake is a project um, that has really got the support of the community uh, in the north, uh, stakeholders in Yellowknife and, you know, outside of Yellowknife. Um, we've got the support of the, the local First Nations. Uh, we've got proven companies that are, have, you know, been at it about three years longer than we have that have gone to work 120 kilometers north of us. Um, and they've recently delivered a three million inferred gold resource to the market. Um, we would, you know, the infrastructure um, that they've brought into our camp uh, in our region just bodes well for us. We've got a five-year expiration permit. This is high-grade gold. This is 14 grams per ton. Um, they've just we've only scratched the surface. There's only been 7,500 meters of drilling. Um, we think uh, the gold markets that we're heading into that uh, this is, you know, another very good supplementary asset to help us generate, you know, what we hope to be quarterly expiration news, you know, in 2020, 2021, moving forward. Um, it's a really interesting type of geology. It's an iron formation. I guess a very good comparable might be the Lupin mine um, that operated from 1983 up to 2003. Um, it's an exciting opportunity. We've got uh, the Uptown Gold Project as well right in the city of Yellowknife. It's actually, you fly into the airport, um, it's almost the other side of the highway from the airport. Um, that's a, a little bit trickier geology. It's, it's, a, it's a granite formation, but uh, with the right gold market, the ability to have a project you know, right in the city limits, 
in terms of what's required to be economic uh, that you know that's always been the opportunity with that project as well sticking with MA, what does rover metals have to offer to prospective precious metals producers in terms of m a yeah i think what we have is a um you know a very economic deposit i think we are very close within a year to you know doing the hard work in terms of moving moving it up to a measured and indicated resource and it's just in such a mining friendly jurisdiction that um you know i think a a smaller mid-tier producer uh would you know it's open pitable it's at surface um it's oxide so you know i think uh you know, for for the the right producer, there'd be a great strategic fit, um, and you know, I think that would be the the first uh, strategic investment would be to come for for the Nevada project. When is the next big opportunity for investors to get a piece of Rover Metals? There's an opportunity right now. I mean, one of the things that you don't get in the open market is a stock purchase warrant and. You know that's that's incredibly valuable, especially when you look at um, you know current precious metal company prices. So we've actually been approved to issue a stock warrant um, at double the face value of our of our share price. And you know I think it's no secret that there's some real good buys in the precious metal sector right now. Why not get a five-year warrant uh, in addition to a full common share? And that's the value of the the private placement that, that we're offering right now. And I think, um, you know, anybody can do a little bit of research or listen to some of your, um, you know, your interviews on on investing in the precious metal resource sector, um, you know, holding, you know, both the warrant and, uh, you know, and the common share really allows you to do a little bit of future planning and, and hedge your success in a sector that, you know, it, the, you know, there we are taking some swings, but typically it's the warrant that, that brings value to a lot of investors in the sector. Judson, one more time, how many years on that warrant again, sir? Five years. That's not common. <laughs> I, I yeah, have. A, I mean, that's. Oh, go ahead, sir. It's all. It, it's almost like a, you know, half a mining cycle, if you will, right? Or or a full mining cycle, right? So if if we if we truly are going in. Uh, to a bull market, uh, you know, you've got a, a share essentially that comes into the money at 12 cents and you're shielded for five years on that. But that's just icing on the cake. Multi-layered question. What is the next well, answer? Let's, uh, let's, yep. just, let's just get back to that as well. Um, you know, these are these will be on this private placement really the only outstanding warrants in our company because as of June, um, all of our existing warrants expire. So, um, you know, there the, again, getting back to the value of the warrants that we're offering in this financing, given that, um, you know, as we as we move forward, I expect a good portion, um, you know, and that just gets back to a tighter capital structure where, mm-hmm. you know, on the money that we've raised to date, most of the some of the warrants will be expiring uh, December 31st, uh, but the remainder that are outstanding expire in June. So these ones at five years has got some real value because you're not as they come into the market there there's there is a market for these shares um, on exercise just because of the fact they're not competing with warrants from previous finances. Multi-layered question: What is the next unanswered question for Rover Metals? When can we expect a response, and what determines success? 
Well, I think for us, the most exciting opportunity is the geophysics that we want to run on our Tequima project in central Nevada. And we've got this historical resource, the, the high-grade silver. Uh, we've got what they've done on the project in the last five years is done three and a half kilometers of golden core step out. It's never had geophysics, never had um you know, magnetics, it's uh, never had, uh, you know, a drone-based airborne over top of it. Uh, this would be, um, you know, you talk about, you know, up to 48 million ounces of silver. We've got gold-only targets here. I mean, this 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 could just be such a, an amazing opportunity. And I think just emphasizing the geophysics, you know, that's something we can do in six to eight weeks. Switching gears, Mr. Coulter, please share the current capital structure for Rover Metals. Yeah, we've got 42 million shares outstanding as of the date hereof. Upon closing of our acquisition of the Tequima project, uh, we'll be issuing another 40 million shares. That'll take us to 92 million shares outstanding. Uh, but just to mention, those 40 million sh acquisition shares, that's not a control block. That's going to over a hundred different shareholders, including Eric Sprott, who will become a large shareholder of Rover. Uh, but again, not a control position. Um, there'll be up to a two-year uh, hold period on uh, those uh, 40 million acquisition shares as well. Um, so they won't be trading in the market right away. And so we've got some good support. Um, on a post-acquisition basis, uh, once... Uh, this financing is the concurrent financing is completed. Uh, that should put us around 107 million shares outstanding. But just to sort of talking point to that that structure is that we own a majority of our assets outright. So our two flagship projects we own outright, and we're not optioning those two projects. Um, so that's a lot of resources uh, and real estate owned by the company, and that's reflected in the capital structure. Mr. Coulter, you said it quite modestly. You said that Eric Sprott, is that billionaire Eric Sprott, has a position in Rover Metals? Is that correct? He will. He is the, uh, you know, the largest uh, single backer of the private asset in Nevada. Um, and so upon acquisition, he'll become a, a shareholder of Rover Metals. The stock is currently halted on the Canadian Toronto Venture Exchange while still trading on the OTCQB. Can you provide us with some context on why and when the company expects to resume trading? Yeah, I think we're targeting to close um, just before the new year on the acquisition. And, you know, that may stretch into January. Um, that is our likely date um, to resume trading just based on right now. Uh, with with the the financings that are you know the the money that's being put together where it's coming from just some of the due diligence steps that you know as you can appreciate that smart money in this sector um that, you know what's typically done to close so it's just taking um some time uh, to get that financing done in terms of um the otcqb listing we're actually still trading on the otcqb and I know that um, there will be some American investors that will be depositing about 400,000 shares um, that, you know, just recently had uh, legends removed. And that'll be free trading about 400,000 new shares going into the DTC OTC listing. Um, and so we may see, you know, a nice little run here before the end of the year, just based on 
the OTC trading. So, because I, I, you know, I do believe that, um, you know, that you know, we've we've seen some volume there already in the last few months. At you know, one trade at forty cents, one at twenty cents, and then another trade at seventeen cents. So it'll be fun to just to to see on speculation of closing of this acquisition how the OTC market trades here in the next couple months. Now you said that lightly, but let's let's put that to some context here. You said forty cents, seventeen cents, and I believe it was twenty or twenty-five cents. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right, and and I think that's all on just speculation around what we're doing in Nevada. Um, you know, I, it's also important to note who we've just added to our advisory role. That was our last press release. We just added uh, Robert Schaefer, Bob, as he likes to be called, to our advisory board. You know. Bob was an early guy with Ken Ross, very senior executive, uh, well-known in U.S. mining circles, very well-respected, well-known in Canadian markets. I mean, he was the president of the PDAC, I believe, three years ago. So, um, you know, Bob is joining us to provide technical expertise in Nevada. Um, He has regional data to help us with our exploration program. He knows what works on geophysics. Um, And I also wouldn't be surprised if there is some future M&A, you know, close to the Tequima project brought forth by Bob just based on the relationships he carries in Nevada kind of being his backyard. So um, I don't know, maybe the OTC was trading on that news as well. It's hard to say. Yeah, but Judson, if we let audience members let that soak in for a second, those are U.S. numbers when you're referencing the OTC. What was the price of uh, Rover Metals on the TSXV when it was halted? Uh, six and a half cents. So yeah, it's a, it's a nice boost. And I mean, given that we're financing at six cents, um, you know, it, it's uh, it, it, it's a pretty nice um, you know return for investors coming in and you know kind of showing them what's in store for us as we look ahead. And you know, twenty twenty really. I mean, they're supposed to be. I mean, again, I leave it to the to the listener to do their research on gold prices, but. Um, you know, uh, the ETFs are, are when they come into this sector, they come in in a big way. And, uh, you know, I think what we're seeing on the OTC is somewhat indicative of when we get called back to trade, um, you know, where our share price is headed. What are some of the biggest concerns and positive feedback you've been receiving from shareholders? Well, I think, you know, it's been very supportive. Uh, people just want to know because um, during the halt period, you know, we don't. Um, we haven't been issuing as many press releases, so people just email me or call me personally. And you know, at the end of this call, at this end of this interview, you know, you're you're giving out the phone number and the email, and I people just pick up the call. Um, you know, during during the halt period, and they've got questions and concerns. But I mean, there's really nothing to be concerned about. I think from our side, um, you know, during the halt it was adding you know somebody of bob schaefer's caliber to the technical team um look trying to pull in regional data in addition to tequima so that we really can plan the expiration appropriately um and and then get the financing done and and, you know and and come back to trade with the intent that you know within a couple weeks thereafter we're getting to work right so you know you need the people and the expertise and the knowledge in addition to the to great projects um, that kind of stuff doesn't happen overnight. Sir, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? You know, uh, dreading my next interview with Proven Improbable, I get my feet <laughs> held to the fire. Well, we certainly like to do that. Uh, 
That was tongue in cheek. Yeah, I love <laughs> love being on the show. And also, by the way, for audience members, we want to share that we are enthusiastic and uh, of having Rover Metals as our newest sponsor. So thank you for coming on to the program, sir, for that uh, as well. Last question. What did I forget to ask? Uh, as usual, Maurice, I think you uh, covered it all. So um, I think uh, there's, you know, right now, um, you know, that's, I think, just to be in a position where, uh, you know, we're, we're putting projects, moving them up from, you know, a great historic resource and abundance of data to an either an inferred or measured and indicated category in what hopefully will soon be an M&A market, um, you know, that, that's, a, that's just really a good summation of the stage we're at for an investment as well as a company. Um, and uh, really, I think the the kind of travel that I think we're looking forward to in 2020 in terms of what conferences, um, you know, I think we'll be, we have a very good U.S. presence in 2020 uh, with re- a real focus on the U.S. retail uh, audience in, you know, with, you know, giving them the constant updates on what we're doing in Nevada. Um, not to discount the Canadian market. Um, it's just, uh, you know, the six-month focus is, is really what's going on in Nevada. Mr. Coulter, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Rover Metals, please share the website address. Yeah, it's www.rovermetals.com. Rover Metals trades on the TSXV symbol R. O-V-R, and on the OTCQB, symbol R-O-V-M-F. For direct inquiries, please contact Judson Culture at 604-449-5347. That number again is 604-449-5347. He may also be reached at Judson at rovermetals.com. Before you make your next bullion purchase, make sure you call me. I'm a licensed representative for Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, where we provide a number of options to expand your precious metals portfolio, from physical delivery, offshore depositories, precious metal IRAs, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Call me directly at 855-505-1900. That number again is 855-505-1900, or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com. Finally, please subscribe to ProvenAndProbable.com, where we provide mining insights and bullion sales. Subscription is free. As a reminder, Rover Metals is a sponsor of Proven and Probable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's interview. Judson Coulter of Rover Metals, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.